0: Welcome to the St. Michael Advent Podcast Series. My name is Chris Garotta, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Advent is Beyond the Signs. God's amazing love is fulfilled through Jesus Christ, and there are divine signs pointing to him all around us. This holy season of Advent and Epiphany will help us find hope in what God has promised for us beyond the signs. Isaiah says in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. A reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 22. Now the festival of unleavened bread, which is called the Passover, was near. The chief priests and the scribes were looking for a way to put Jesus to death, for they were afraid of the people. Then Satan entered into Judas, called Iscariot, who was one of the twelve. He went away and conferred with the chief priests and officers at the temple police about how he might betray him to them. They were greatly pleased and agreed to give him money. So Judas consented and began to look for an opportunity to betray Jesus to them when no crowd was present. Then came the day of unleavened bread, on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. So Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare the Passover meal for us, that we may eat it. They asked him, where do you want us to make preparations for it? Listen, Jesus said to them, when you have entered the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him into the house he enters and say to the owner of the house, the teacher asks you, where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you to a large room upstairs already furnished. Make preparations for us there. So they went and found everything as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover meal. Here ends the lesson. We are now solidly into the swing of Advent, and preparations for the festival of Christmas are all around us. So it might be odd for us to hear a gospel passage that recalls the preparation for Passover that tees up Jesus' passion. When we are focusing on the birth of Christ, recalling his death can be a bit surprising. However, I think today's story can offer us a compelling look at one of the most misunderstood characters in the Gospels. I'm talking about the person Judas Iscariot. The classic way Judas' story is told sounds something like this. Judas was a bad guy who sold Jesus out for some silver. Or it might go like this. Judas was possessed by an evil spirit and lost his way. Or perhaps that God directed Judas to do something bad so that Jesus could be glorified. Now all of these ways of telling the story can be solid interpretations of the gospel narratives as we've inherited them. But I have a particular perspective on Judas Iscariot that is not as common, and it helps me understand our human imperfections. Judas Iscariot was one of the twelve disciples called by Jesus during his earthly ministry. Although lots of other people are connected to and follow Jesus, there are only twelve lifted up as his closest disciples. Given that level of intimacy, I believe that Judas was intensely faithful to Jesus. In fact, I believe that Judas was so intensely faithful to Jesus that he firmly and completely believed Jesus to be the Messiah Israel had been waiting for. Now, that sounds good at first until we remember that the Messiah Israel was expecting was actually a Messiah in the form of King David, a political and military leader that the Jewish people hoped would overthrow Rome and kick them out of their land. Judas, as a very faithful Jewish man, saw hope in the person of Jesus to fulfill that messianic promise. But Jesus wasn't who they expected. Jesus was different. Jesus wasn't a politician and Jesus wasn't a military commander. In fact, Jesus was exactly opposite of what the Jewish people expected. Jesus pointed to the truth of God's ultimate power beyond this world. Jesus pointed to God's power in the amazing grace of love to defeat every power of this world. Now the 12 disciples constantly misunderstood Jesus's objective. And I think Judas's misunderstanding was the most tragic. I think Judas believed in Jesus so much that he saw an opportunity to force Jesus to be the Messiah he knew he was. He made a deal with the Jewish leaders to arrest Jesus, not because he wanted Jesus imprisoned, but because he wanted to force Jesus into the proverbial corner so that he would finally take down the earthly powers that controlled them. Little did Judas know that he was perfectly wrong. Of course, we know that Jesus was indeed arrested, but that rather than overthrowing the powers of the world with physical force, Jesus allowed himself to be executed in order to save the world from the power of evil and even death itself. But in that moment, Judas wasn't able to see God's divine plan, that cosmic plan about amazing love. Instead, Judas was crushed. Judas thought, he was the reason for Jesus' death, and in a horrible, tragic turn, took his own life out of despair. I am profoundly sympathetic to Judas's story. I think, if we're honest, that Judas is like most of us. More often than not, we think we understand God's will. More often than not, we think we know God's mind. And whenever we think we know God's will or know God's mind, we discover that God is so much bigger than we can even imagine. Each of us, you and me, are called to follow God by following Jesus. As disciples, we are given the gift of following, not leading. And that stance of humility can be so hard for us we are strong and we are so easily duped into thinking we know best. Rather than being so confident in what we know, what if we allow ourselves to humbly lean into the truth that there is so much more we don't know? Rather than depending on our own strength, what if we allow ourselves to humbly lean into the strength of God? Today, we are invited once again to root ourselves in the truth and strength of God, knowing that God will be present with us and sustain us every step of our lives. God is all around us. And when we learn to recognize the signs of God's presence, we will be led closer and closer to him each and every day. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who sent your messengers, the prophets, to preach repentance and prepare the way for our salvation, give us grace to heed their warnings and forsake our sins, that we may greet with joy the coming of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.